let's talk about the mindset of making money on the internet. What are the big things? So here's the basic thing. If you decide that you want to be a car mechanic and you don't know how an engine works, how good of a car mechanic are mm -hmm. you going to be? Yeah. Not very yeah. good. Well, if you want to be successful at anything and you don't understand how your mind works, you're not going to be good at it. So here's what I learned about mindset. Your mind is naturally, by its default programming, designed to keep you safe. That's yes. why when you touch a hot stove, you yep. don't have to think about it. You retract. Yep. Yep. When you're near a ledge, you don't have to think about it. You get nervous. Your mind through yeah, whatever. Survival mechanism. Yep. Survival yep. mechanism. And so in order to have reward, what must you first do? Yep. Push you got to risk. Yeah. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Guys, what is up? Back for another episode here with Dan Henry, close friend of mine, local, uh, until he moved and left me. But he what, he is kind of local. He's kind still local. Well, only half the time. Right? That's what I mean. So he's kind of local here in Tampa. Obviously. Uh, we both started, you know, from nothing, built businesses, went online. Uh, we're very douchey. We embrace the douche. We have the douchey glasses on if you're watching this on video. Prescription. Okay. Okay. <laughs> These are not prescription. That's <laughs> uh, old douche. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, but yeah, here to drop some bombs, hopefully talk a lot of like high level marketing strategy, right? Like, I mean, me and you have a lot of really cool high level marketing strategy, but also the mindset, I think we connected right away because we're like, no BS, like, you know, stop, stop being weak, stop complaining, stop being a little bitch. And let's just like get on with stop stuff. Stop being reasonable. Yeah. Because mo most business owners are too reasonable. Yep. And when you're unreasonable with your expectations and with your staff, you elevate them. Yes. You know, and you, and, and when the world says, no, be more reasonable, you know, that's when you have to be even more unreasonable. Reasonable people don't change the world. Right. Like I always talk about cancer, like trying to cure cancer, trying to invent the light bulb, trying to create the Internet. None of those people were ever reasonable. Michael Jordan being the best in a sport, Tiger Woods, all those people, Usain Bolt. None of those were reasonable with their training. Elon Musk is not going to put yeah. a human on Mars being reasonable. Yeah. And he's not going to bring free speech back to social media <laughs> with being reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's start at the start with the story. Right. Like the part whole thing of the red life is building a life of your dreams, using the internet to do that. Um, obviously, you're a good friend, but I think you're also like the, one of the best people I could have here to talk about that, right? Because like I started at $8 an hour in a gym, right? Doing fitness plans and cleaning gym equipment. And you were selling pizza. So you were getting people fat and then I was getting them unfat. <laughs> and then they were going back to you at the weekends to binge to then come back to me on Monday, right? So it's the circle of life. So talk, talk to us about that story. So I... I uh... I delivered pizza for seven years straight. Yeah. And, you know, I never thought that I would uh, really do much more than that, even though I wanted it. And one day I saw a Craigslist ad. Crazy dude, yeah. And it was an ad for a sales job. And I was like, sales, huh? What's this sales thing? <laughs> and it, it ended up being a, and I really wanted out of pizza. Right? Okay. Like, so it was like, do you have five years sales experience? And I'm like, I selling, think so. Selling pizza. Selling pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, yeah. So I get, I, I get, somehow I get the job. Yeah. They fly me up to New Jersey. Wow. It ends up being the company where Billy Mays, the mm -hmm, auntie mm -hmm, guy, mm -hmm. got his start. <laughs> I get his manager. Wow. The guy that taught Billy Mays sales. Wow. Is my sales manager. And he pulls me aside. And by the way, the, the, it was to be a pitchman where we would pitch pots and pans 
at department stores and do like a like a cooking show and then sell the, the cookware at the end. Mm. I sold titanium cookware. And um, he pulls me aside like after like a week and a half of training. He's like, you don't have five years sales experience. <laughs> and I'm like, no, but I got balls. Uh, he's like, that you do. And, yes. like, and I was telling him, I was like, dude, I don't, you know, I grew up, I grew up in a world where nobody listened to me. Okay. Right? Like I went to school and I dealt with what a lot of people deal with, like bullying yep. and things like that. And I didn't get invited to parties a lot. So I would read a lot of books mm -hmm. and so I knew stuff, but nobody would listen to me. Yep. And yep. it really, he really sucked. And so, um, at some point my, my dad pulled me out of school because like I would get in the fights every day. Like I went and learned like jujitsu yeah, yeah, yeah. to defend myself. Yep. And then I just got in fights every day. Cause I was like, well now I know how jujitsu. So I just got combative and it was just bad. Okay. So he pulls me out. I didn't really have a lot of social skills because my whole high school, I homeschooled myself. Mm -hmm. The number one thing you need, well, one of the number one things you need to be a good salesperson, at least I thought, was social skills. Yeah, okay. And I didn't really have, sure. didn't really have them. So he says, listen, if you just read the words, he, he's, we've spent millions of dollars in research on this time to, to figure this script out. Wow. Just learn these words. People will not only listen to you, but they'll buy from you. Huh. So I get up there and I, I just, okay, memorize words, memorize words. I get up there, I do it. And like all these people buy and I make like $1,500 in commission. <laughs> and it was at that moment I realized that if I just knew what words to say and yes. how to say them well, I could completely take control of my life. And wow. that was the beginning of me understanding that sales is probably the most valuable skill you could learn. Yeah. I just went all for the rest of my life and went all in on becoming as good as possible. So I love that. So there's a couple of cool things in there. So. You took that job, right? Not without the experience. So I actually uh, saw people working out in the gym. I was working out of the gym and then there was this big group getting a training session. And I said to one of the gym instructors that worked, I was like, what is that group doing? And they're like, oh, they're doing their qualification to be a personal trainer. So I, I had money saved because I had business like online, like eBaying and stuff as a teenager. So I paid the money to do that. Went on the pr practical week where they do all the training and then you have all the theory and then you have a test eight weeks later. And then if you pass that, you get your qualification. Well, I did the five days practical, then applied to a bunch of gyms to work there. I wasn't qualified just in the practical days. And it was like, I was 17, never interviewed in my life. And I get the first job that I applied for. And I'm like, how the hell did I get that job? And I was late. I went to the wrong hotel. It was a hotel gym at the Marriott. And I went to the Hilton across the road. So I'm in the Hilton. I'm like, hey, I've got an interview. And they spend 20 minutes trying to figure out the interview. And then the Marriott ring me. They're like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. So I'm like, hey, I got to go <laughs> drive across the road, get this job. And for about half a year, I'm still not qualified, but they don't know that. <laughs> you know, I'm still waiting for my certificate. So you made, you made what you're at today and where you're at today. And it all started with a ripple, right? And you made that happen. And I made that happen too. So that's just super cool. And I love that. And we were unreasonable. Exactly. We were unreasonable and we figured out how to make it happen. Right. And we were also creative. Right. The reason my ads perform and we do so good and yours, too, is we're creative. We stand out. We catch attention. And, uh, you know, you've done a lot of creative ads over the years. So have I. And I love that about you. And you've crushed it with those ads. Right. So so. One thing I also want to touch on that you said there is you figured out how to take control of your life right because you figured out a skill to earn money beyond the norm well, to me sales is a universal skill yes because you can use it to sell for other people make a commission yeah or you can use it to sell your own product 
and you can use it to sell your kids on eating their vegetables. And people can come and do that with you, right? Like, so if you're, if people love selling, they're good at selling, that's what you've now transitioned to because you're so passionate, I presume, about that. As So I've, I've had many, not many, but, but, you know, several offers over the years. Um, you know, I just threw together a, a membership site. Um, you know, yeah, what's yeah, funny yeah. is I, I saw, I saw all these comments, uh, cause I took a year off Yeah, cause I was, I was freaking tired, man. So people like, oh, Dan's washed up this and that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> so I, I threw together like on like two days notice yeah. a black Friday offer. I took all my marketing courses and I packaged them together yep. for 97 bucks a month. And in seven days we did 130 grand awesome. monthly recurring revenue. And I was just like. <laughs> and then you, I saw the comments of like, well, wait till the chair, wait till how many quit. I love, I love watching yeah. like just ever. it's like everyone attacks everything though, right? It's, it wasn't like, they don't have any. Yeah. It wasn't like, well done. Or that's so cool to watch, which I was thinking when I was watching your screenshots, I'm like, that's so cool. Good for him. It was like, pe poke the hole. Poke the hole, <laughs> yeah, this and that. Yeah, they were coming up with theories like, oh, th this is the, this is the real strategy here. I'm like, and how much do you think they made on Black Friday, <laughs> right? <laughs> like they didn't even have an offer. About yeah, they didn't have an offer. Yeah. They were focused on you. Yeah. But I, that was just a quick thing. I mean, the, the thing that I really am passionate about that I got into was, you know, is, is, is sales. Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's so many companies out there that they have a sales team and they like, who's leading this sales team? Yeah. Who, who's telling them how to sell these? It's, it's I'll just be honest. It's a blind leading the blind. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have somebody who, let's say you you sell solar, or let's say you sell, um, I don't know, maybe you're a coach and you sell health. Like you're sure. an expert at that. Yeah, yeah. You're not an expert at sales. You're not an expert at at, at training salespeople, and you're certainly not an expert at managing sales. For sure. We yeah. should you. No. So we, you know, that's was the inspiration behind CloseDeals.com. Was listen, let's come in. I can have a, I can have a one hour meeting with a sales team every day. Uh, or my, my my sales managers can, and increase sales just by, and this is how I explain it, right? How many times have you seen a football game where one team is losing? They're losing bad. Yeah. Like, they're getting their ass kicked. And then they go back at halftime, and they come back come out, back. and all of a sudden they yeah, come yeah. back and they win. It's the end of the game. They've won the game. The reporter goes up to the quarterback yep. and says, how did you do it? How did how did, how did you turn it around? And he says, well, you know what? Honestly, it was the speech the coach gave mm -hmm. in the locker room. Yeah, he yeah. told us what we needed to hear so we could do what we needed to do. It was the game-winning speech. Yes. And I always tell people, imagine if you had that game-winning speech for your salespeople each and every day. Sure. You yeah. know? And so that's what we do. We developed a system not just for accountability, but for, for motivation, coaching them on overcoming objections, everything, where if you consistently do it every day, my partner, Phil, he's former military, yeah, so we call it the morning gun drill. I like it, yeah. Because, what he, you know, I've never been in the military, but the way he told me is, like, you can know how to shoot a gun, but if you don't drill it every day, yep. when when crap goes down, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, you, it's got to be second nature. Yeah, yeah, and, and I like, so, so we, you know, we went from pizza to sales teams. That, let's talk about that middle point, too, right? So I've known you for a few years. We came from this whole, you know, world of ads and funnels and that, so... Talk about the evolution. So, so how did you go from sales, right, in that job to building a funnel, launching a funnel, making money online? So, so um, I owned a bar, right? Now, now here, here's what happened. I got into affiliate marketing. Okay. And I had an electronic cigarette review site, and I learned SEO. Yeah, SEO, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
and I got ranked number one for like electronic cigarette, electronic Okay, cigarette. funny. Yeah. And I was making $30,000. When was this? This was like uh, 2010. Maybe. So you've been making money on the internet for 12 years or so. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> because for six months, I made 30 grand a month. Okay. I thought I was Mr. I thought I was. That's good money on the internet still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Google was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. And my rankings went down. And I didn't know how to make money other than that. Sure. Like, I got lucky. Let's be honest. I got lucky. So I tried to create a software. Okay. Which has been the. I've had, I've had two unsuccessful softwares and one very successful yep. software. Software has been the bane of my yeah, existence. Okay, okay. So I, I put all that money in. Sorry, I skipped. I took that money and uh, I got mad at the internet. I said, no more internet. Okay. So I bought a bar. Okay. I watched every episode of Bar Rescue. I did what it said. and I Wow. Yeah. And, and then I learned Facebook ads to promote the bar. Back on the internet. Yep, back on the internet. <laughs> Actually, you know what I did? Yeah. You'll, you'll appreciate this. Um, The bar was was not on a main road. You had to like. Go around, yeah, yeah. So what I did was I put out Facebook ads and I said uh, $20, all you can drink, including Top Shelf. Oh, okay. Which is nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Irresistible so, offer. Yeah, so I <laughs> lost tons of money that night, but here's what I did. I took a camera. Yeah. The whole bar was packed, right? Yeah. I had bubbles in the air. And yeah, 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 yeah. The whole bar was packed. I took the camera and I just filmed the whole night. Mm -hmm. Then I put together ads yeah. and I hit the town with the ads and I said, this bar, Aqua, Aqua Bar Lounge, is the hottest new bar in town. Yeah. It was just one night. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because everybody saw the ads and went, wow, this place is packed, everybody came and it was packed. And you went back to normal pricing model. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. one night. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I was more expensive than okay. most people. <laughs> I took it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I sold the bar 14 months later for a $300,000 profit. Wow. Which in the state of Florida yeah, yeah, is right. good, you know? Uh, and then... Uh, I, I put it into a software, lost it all. Then I had to like, I, I basically didn't work for a while, tried to figure out ways to make money. Sure. Got hit with a 250,000. Uh, sorry, I, I started an agency because I was like, okay, well, if I know how to get customers for a bar, I don't have any money to start another bar or whatever. Maybe I can just, you know, do that for other other bars, other, bars, oh, wow. other businesses okay. and, and get paid a monthly yep. fee. So I did that. I was doing well with that. I think I was making maybe 20, 25 grand a month with that, getting back on my feet. And then uh, and then I got hit with a $250,000 IRS bill. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, all right, so you're just going to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at that, this was the turning point. This was okay. the real turning point was I looked up, all right, what's the fastest way to make money on the internet? Wow. And it was online courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was online courses. And Probably still is. Yeah. Uh, and so I launched an online course. Um, when was that? That was 2000. Uh, I'm bad with time. Uh, 2016. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yep. Um, you'd have to go back on my Facebook. I think it was 2016. <laughs> and uh, I read all these books. You know what the funny thing is? People want to make money, but they don't want to read books. Yep. You know, I read all these books on sales and marketing. I read Russell's. Yep. Brunson's books. And I, I tried to do a webinar and I did it and I made freaking 48 grand in a day. <laughs> Crazy. I was like, what? The? I thought I'd make like three. Yeah, yeah. And then I did it 10 days later and I made 52. I made 100 grand inside of like 10 days. Crazy, yeah. And I had paid, I had, had the money to pay off damn near half the IRS. Right. Bill, but instead I hired a lawyer and I got it knocked down to 50. Nice. <laughs>
That's it. <laughs> and 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 then it just went crazy. And I, I it went from I hit a million dollars in five months. Um, I hit you know went all the way up to a, mil, a million dollar months. Even had a couple million dollar days because I, I remember stage yeah, selling. Yeah, yeah, dude, stage selling. Yep. You know, and, and the thing was, is whenever I made money, I immediately reinvested it back into more skill. I, I've paid 50 grand for a one on one call with a stage selling coach multiple mm. times. OK, I bought $50,000. But that allowed you to do the million dollar day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing is, 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 is brutally, brutally, brutally reinvest. Yeah. In your skill. People. Are, and I spoke to Grant about this because he's like he, he people are scared to do that. Right. Like and I'm like, I want to be a billionaire. And I'll, all the money now doesn't matter to me because what matters to me is the long play, right? The long game. And he's like, that's why you're successful. And you, I know you'll be a billionaire because of that mindset. You've won the mindset part and you get the mindset part. And I know that's big for you too, is like how we see things, right? And yeah. how you've been able to build multiple businesses because of that. So we all know the internet is a great tool. Like you can make money with it. Um, we've made lots of money with the internet. So let's talk about the mindset of making money on the internet. What are the big things? So here's the basic thing. If you decide that you want to be a car mechanic and you don't know how an engine works, how good of a car mechanic are you mm -hmm. be? Yeah. Not very yeah. good. Well, if you want to be successful at anything and you don't understand how your mind works, you're not going to be good at it. So here's what I learned about mindset. Your mind is naturally, by its default programming, designed to keep you safe. That's yes. why when you touch a hot stove, you yep. don't have to think about it. You retract. Yep. Yep. When you're near a ledge, you don't have to think about it. You get nervous. Your mind through yeah, whatever. Survival mechanism. Yep. Survival yep. mechanism. And so in order to have reward, what must you first do? Yep. Push you got to risk. Yeah. Through fear, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, you can't profit off a stock if you don't buy a stock. You can't yes. get jacked in the gym if you don't risk the time in the gym. Yeah. Any reward in life is a universal principle. Any reward in life first comes from some form of risk for sure well if safety is the opposite of risk and your mind is is by its default programming designed to keep you safe yep. then it is it it opposes risk for sure so if it opposes risk it opposes success so yep. your mind is is in by nature designed to set you up to fail and when you realize that here's what happens you sit down and you say i want to i'm thinking of investing in this thing if it, if it doesn't logically make sense to you, then you don't. But if sure. it logically makes sense to you, and then you say, ooh, but I just feel afraid, or what if it doesn't work, or I feel, oh, it's my gut. That work, The biggest thing yeah. I hate is I go by my gut. Oh, wow, well, well, yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anybody that says I go by my gut is just ignorant. I, I go by my emotion, basically, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like I don't know how the human mind works, so I'm just going to say that due to sheer ignorance. Yeah. Like, you don't, dude, if you logically know something is the right thing to do and emotionally you don't do it, it's because you're letting your mind. I love that. Yeah. Yep. And I, go, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Well, 99% of people fail at life, 1% don't. Yeah. But 99% of people default to their mind's natural programming. 1% well, don't. Yeah, and I, I actually teach something very similar. So I like I teach in like evolution because it's the same in that. And that's made us survive like going out as a child if we were in like a camp as like cavemen or whatever and walking away from the camp and then getting eaten by an animal, right? Or a dinosaur, <laughs> right? right? And then I actually say, so like our family is also the same because our families just want us to be safe and survive, but that's different to thrive. Right? right. So like safe and survive versus thrive. Our parents deep down is subconscious. They don't know they're doing yeah. it. They want us to be safe. 
but right. it doesn't mean they want us to go out of the camp and discover America or discover a new land, right? Because that's risk. You could get eaten by a lion. You can't or thrive without sacrificing some level of safety. Yes, exactly. So I and I did a video the other day on why your family keep you poor. It's because they're there to protect you, and that's different to letting you thrive. And your brain and your own body is the same as well, right? As you're saying, it's keeping you there to be safe. It doesn't mean it's keeping putting you in a place to thrive and be successful, which is you know any millionaire or successful business owner has taken so many risks to get there, right? Exactly. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm gonna interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests, and I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business, and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge, and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far, or any previous episode, or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes, and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys, and let's dive back in. Yeah. So what? You to take intentional risks. You can't just take a risk. There's a lot of people to, to flip that around. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, bro, I'm going to do this thing and it sounds, and they don't do the due diligence. Yeah. That's and like that's equally as. Yeah. That's the intellect. That's the mentorship, probably the experience, right? Because I think in our world, the internet, people want to shortcut those three things, right? They might not have the intellect, but they're doing whatever or making statements. They don't have the mentorship. So they're making silly mistakes, right? And they, they, you know, I talk a lot about the network, being in the right environment, learning from the right people. Me and you are here today because we've invested millions of dollars into that. We've read books and absorbed the mind of someone that's done 30 years of business in a book, right? So we're here today because of that. And a lot of people that try to shortcut that, I think, are the ones that fail and fail and fail. Well, they, they don't understand the concept of, of being extraordinary. Yes. You know, there was a, a famous New York violinist who was playing a show in New York City. And the night before his show, he went to the subway. And he was just feeling frisky. Mm -hmm. He decided to play violin in the sub bus. He decided yep. to bus. Yep. Well, he played for four hours. And in that four hours, four people stopped, one person clapped, and he made $20. <laughs> like, I saw this online. I thought it was it was a brilliant way to explain yep. extraordinary because what this proves- I think you did a post on yeah, this, right? I've seen- Now, the yeah. next night, he goes to the uh, one of the most prestigious theater- theaters in New York City. He plays in front of like, it was like a thousand people. They all paid a hundred dollars each to see him and he, and he got a standing ovation. And yep. what this proves is extraordinary people can only thrive in extraordinary environments. Sure. And so if, even if you are extraordinary, if you don't put yourself in an environment where you can have that come out of you and that can be encouraged and pulled out of you and, and, and nurtured, you will waste it. And yep. that is why when you have family and friends who don't understand what you do and you just stick with them and you, d you don't get in masterminds, 
You don't network with more influential people. Mm -hmm. You don't put mm -hmm. yourself, you don't invest. You will never achieve your true potential because you're not in an extraordinary environment. I love it. So let's let's give the you know people listening, watching, if they're in that right now, which a lot will be, 99% of the population, like we say, what should they do? Well, look, you can start. If you, let's say you don't have a lot of money yep. to, to, to buy a $50,000 mask. Yep. You can start by reading freaking books, man. Yeah. Buy books by millionaires and billionaires. These, these are the internal thoughts. It's crazy, right? How much mind. knowledge. We're like, yeah. oh, what's a book? <laughs> Five bucks? Yeah, it's crazy. You, know, you yeah. buy the freaking book yeah. and you read the book. And the other thing I'll say is this. Never, ever, ever not learn from someone because you're offended by them. Mm. Okay? Like, you know how many people are so offended by historical characters or like like the like Robert Greene books, right? Uh, uh, 48 Laws of Power. Yep. You know, how the, the tactics that dictators use. There was there was a speech tactic that, you know, Hitler used that, oh my God, Hitler. But he, the same speech tactic was used by Obama. Mm. A bunch of people love yep. Obama and freaking Gandhi. The thing is, a hammer can be used to build a home for a starving family or it can be used to bludgeon someone in the head. Yeah. You have to be able to look and learn from people who you don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. And, and you know what? Even if you you hate those people, if you don't learn what they're about, you'll never be able to recognize when that thing comes along again and fight it. Yeah. So that's the thing is read books even if you think those books aren't in alignment with your values yeah. because you're still going to learn tools that could be used in alignment. And, with and, and I think that's a skill that successful people have is they're able to dissect situations, people, knowledge, segments into and and find the good in it and find the value value in it and valuable information and i actually see that a lot in masterminds right like me and you have had courses masterminds all that jazz for years been in them had programs and you get some people win some people complain and say it's a scam right and there's everything in the middle whether it's us or the ones we're in and i i looked back one time at someone that was in my program and then like didn't have a good experience in, in their eyes and didn't get results and Throughout the whole year, I remember because they were like they stood out like a sore thumb, you know those customers, right? And they every chance they got, they found an opportunity to point out how they weren't being successful or making the most of it. And then I thought, how have I spent a million plus in masterminds and always, always I've never like complained for months, even about the bad ones, right? Because I always go in and I go, how do I make an ROI from this? Who do I need to connect with? How do I need to, how can I get value here? How can I turn my time and money I put into being here, my flight cost and hotel into an ROI? And I think that's winners versus losers. Winners look for opportunity or they read a book or they, someone they may dislike, but they look at what can I learn here? Losers look at the problems, right? Or they, they're the ones that are on your Facebook ads commenting about how the, you know, all the gaps, right? I always say, I would say if somebody has, nobody is going to, uh, criticize you. This is actually a famous quote. I, I can't remember the, the, the person, but it's nobody's going to criticize you who's doing more than you. Only those that are doing less. Yeah. Because if they had, if, if if they were doing more than you, they wouldn't have time to criticize you. Yeah. Warren Buffett is not going to comment on yeah. social media and be like, yeah. "What an asshole." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy. You yeah, know, like, yeah. They don't like, care. They got their own yeah, thing, their own right? Thing. Yeah. So just by complaining, you are automatically saying, "Hi, look at me." I'm not putting enough into my dreams and goals. You're, 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 it's on your forehead. And another mindset thing is me and you just laugh, right? And But other people actually get affected by it. So I think actually one skill you need to learn in life is that resilience, right? Because like me and you laugh about it and like 
you know, like we we build this thick skin where we don't care, right? We have a level of confidence where we're we're true to ourselves, our vision. We know we're doing good, and we're like nothing can stop. Like nothing you can say ever can stop me. Well, you got to use it too. Yes, I think because like I, I I was training jujitsu uh, a few weeks ago, and I got a broken nose because somebody clipped me with their knee when they were going for a leg lock, and I had this whole black thing. So. Oh. I, I, you know, some people would say, oh my gosh, I got a black eye. I look terrible. I can't do ads. I can't. Sure. Yeah. 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 Out there. yeah I can't put yeah. So I, I, I was making videos and I was like, I was like, if you don't click the link right now, your business could be as broken as my face. Okay. <laughs> well, my, my nose is broken. Yeah. But your business doesn't yeah. have to be broken. Yeah. And if you don't like, I, I, you got to use it. Yes. So like when people comment on my stuff, you know, or, or they cause an issue, I use it. I'll, I'll be like, all right, thank you for the engagement. And sometimes I'll even yeah, yeah go back, you, you back just to get, like I had this one I know, yeah, you poked, there right? Was like, like 300 comments of people arguing and it just drew the engagement yeah, to the roof. Yep. It made me more sales. Yeah, I always, you. yes. Explain, please, tell me how terrible I am. Tell me how, how angry you are that I have more money than you because I actually put the effort into learning the skills I needed to learn. Please comment on my stuff. Tell me because it's only going to make me more money. So someone going, yeah, so someone going online that doesn't have our level of confidence, right? And, and success and whatever we have. What would you say to people about the internet and using it and accepting that's part of the journey? So, so the thing about confidence is there's a, there's a lie that self-help gurus tell you that you can build confidence you can't build confidence there's no such thing you only build competence which mm. then creates i like that confidence. yeah that's cool okay if you get in a boxing ring and you don't know how to box and the other guy does and you're nervous you should be nervous you're gonna <laughs> get your ass that's kicked. the survival thing right yeah. yeah but if you go and you learn boxing for six months you, and you train every day you're telling me that you when you get in that ring you're not gonna feel yeah yeah like you could defend yourself People all the time worry so much about building confidence and they don't focus on building the confidence. They don't focus on building the skills that would by a natural byproduct give them confidence. Mm. They're sitting there hugging each other at these retreats and shit. And it's like, dude, just learn how to do stuff. Just learn how to do stuff and you will have confidence. I like that. Yeah. So, con yeah, confidence and investing in yourself, books, courses, mentorship, all of that, right? There's a, reoccurring theme every successful person i speak to we all kind of we have our different ways of saying it and seeing it right but it is insane yeah yeah so it's con uh, and we obviously spend a lot of time with these people we just you know have as well and um i think it's awesome that you you went from just like me right we both started at i think i was eight dollars an hour do you remember what you were paid? Um, i think i was at like seven because we got tips okay six or seven because we got yep. tips from, yep. from the from the um pizza um you know from delivering pizza yep. but yeah dude that's unless you are being held captive in a cave in, Af in afghanistan with the taliban that's pretty much starting at zero yeah you know yep <laughs> so what would you if and i always you know i'm interested in this question like if you could go back in time to your pizza days right yourself there what would you say to someone that was trying to create a dream life so what i would say is i here's the honest thing i would say sure i would say take the three or four hundred dollars that you were gonna spend on that PlayStation, yeah, or or that you were gonna, you know, the most toxic thing I think a person without money can say is, I'm gonna spend money on this thing because mm. I work hard, yeah, and I deserve it. Mm. And my answer to that is, no, you don't. 
okay? Like I had a girlfriend one time who would spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on her nails and stuff yep. and and just other things. And, and she was, I was like, why don't you like- Invest. <laughs> why don't you invest this? And she was like, well, I work really hard. So she's just in that vicious cycle yeah, of and it's society, like, yeah, but, right? I get, but, but but you assume that working hard means you should have nice things. Yeah, that's not what that means. It means that you should get yourself in a position. Yeah, yeah, where you can make more money so that you can have nice things, and you can't get there without sacrifice. So here's what I would say: I would say take whatever money you were gonna spend on that vacation, on going out to the bar, mm-hmm. on getting your freaking nails done, on on you know. That Xbox or whatever, and go. You can buy like fifty books. Yeah, for that, you can buy fifty books yep. from millionaires. Go buy the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Go buy um, books on sales and marketing. Buy uh, Made in America by Sam Wall. Yeah, buy these books and sit your ass down and read them. There is no way in six months if you and if you don't want to do that. Listen to him. Why get up in the morning? Go for a run and listen to him on Audible. That's what yep. I do. Yep. And and if you're in the car, if you're driving, always, yeah. Audible. Yeah. You can read a yep. book a week with yep. Audible. That's how I started. Yeah. Yep. You if you tell me right now that you read books for six months straight on business, sales, and marketing, and your life isn't substantially better in six months, well, then I would like to sell you some air because you're so ignorant that I probably. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's almost impossible, right? Impossible. Like, like, yeah, and that's how the I started. Are there, these are not. Yeah. What, what's a, a book, dude? You get credits on Audible. Yeah, the, on Amazon, you get yeah. free books. It's almost these days. Like I always say, one of the most powerful things in life is like someone who was the best in the world at something that takes forty years of knowledge and puts it in a book. Like yeah. when you think about and power, you get to skip to the front <laughs> yeah, line. Yeah, it's insane, right? When you think of it that way, and that's how I started. Like seventeen, I binge books, like. Four hour work week got me on the idea of travel, internet, money, freedom, right? Travel, internet, money, freedom. And that's kind of what this whole red life has become. Like, I haven't read an email in five years because of that. Yeah. Book. Yeah. I don't so, read email. Yeah. I have somebody do it. Yep. And and just like right there. Boom. Done. Yep. Yeah. One book. And and that's like building, you know, we say the red life, right? The life of freedom, taking the red pill, getting out of society. And, you know, we've done it. We keep doing it too, right? Like we, we aren't like, hey, we're done now. Like we've checked that box. We're successful. We probably spend more money now. Like we're spending even more money and making more extreme decisions to be in the right rooms to do whatever we've got to for us to go to that next level. So we're still doing it. We're still, you know, while we're preaching it, we're students of the game. So last question, right? Let's let's wrap up with the million dollar day, right? Like obviously, great story. So I, I like from the you know, for, as a, a marketing hook headline guy from, you know, the $6 pizza to the million dollar day, right? That's good. So, so, so tell us about that to finish. So I had uh, an event planned uh, prior to the pandemic and I was going to do the whole thing where, you know, I brought people out and I had the AV team and I was going to spend like a hundred grand, the budget okay. was a hundred grand and I was going to do all this thing and I was going to pitch and then the pandemic happened. And so I thought, well, I can't, I can't do that, right? So I, uh, you know, I, I, I spoke to, uh, I got asked to speak um, prior to that at a event, uh, Funnel Hacking Live. Mm-hmm. I bought a fifty-five thousand dollars speaking mastermind just so I would be a little better <laughs> on stage. Yeah, but it taught stage selling, mm-hmm. right? And so um, 
uh, and that that was Myron. Myron yeah, Myron. Myron. Yeah. And so I didn't even think, even though I had that skill at this point, I, I thought, well, nobody's gonna come right. So I I had dinner with him one night, and I was like, man, I, I had this event. This sucks. Pandemic. And um, he goes, why don't you do it anyway? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just do it on Zoom. Hmm. And this was, dude, this was like the first month of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, screw it. So I put up one camera yep. in my dining room. Because you could. this was when you couldn't leave your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in my dining room with a whiteboard. Yep. No slides, no music, nothing. Literally the most awkward, quiet, just dining room, whiteboard, me, one camera, mm -hmm. Zoom. I had 158 people attend. Wow. Not even many, right? It's crazy. It's not even man. that many. Yeah, yeah. And probably staff. I was probably like 150 because it was like staff. Yeah. So my idea was to sell a $30,000 mastermind. I thought, okay, maybe I'll sell like five. Yeah. Which would be a great day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I sold, I ended up selling 34 out of 150 people and I made 1,020,000. Crazy. Wow. From $6 pieces. But if you think about it, I, I almost let the fear of the pandemic. Yes. I was being reasonable with my, it's reasonable yeah. not to do and that. And I also like you paid 50 grand for someone to tell you to be unreasonable. Yes. That turned into a million dollars. And, and I that, decided to be unreasonable on that day. Yeah. And I still, and I made a million bucks. Yeah. And that's the power of mentorship, the right people, unreasonable, the mindset and learning to sell. So great. Great way to wrap up. So if people want to learn how to sell or be part of or have you come in and help them do it for them, right? Tell us about that. To yeah, finish. manage your sales team. Um, you can go to closedeals.com uh, and check out that. If you have a sales team, we can um, uh, yeah, we can make them sell. And, uh, you know, I have books and stuff, best-selling books uh, that'll help you. Those are cheap. It's like a buck on Amazon. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, at Dan Henry on Instagram, I, I'm always... And I would say just from my own experience, like we're up to 23 sales reps and appointment setters now. And that was my biggest challenge was like building the, and I've spoke to you about this, like the director level, right? And we get people apply that they can either say they can manage a team, but they can't sell, right? Or it's like, hey, I'm really good at selling, but you don't want to make them the director because now they're like not always good at managing and coaching people. And now you lose them as a top rep, right? So for us, it's been one of our, like we do about a million a month in our coaching program. And for me to go to two, three, four million, it's about building that team out even more. So I know we've spoke about working with each other and uh, uh, like mastering the back end sales and having that sales team in place is the unlock. It's the switch for a lot of companies to just grow like crazy, right? If they have that ability and especially from someone like you that understands the offer side, because most sales teams and sales agencies don't have a clue about marketing, right? So it's really cool that you're combining your marketing experience, offers, offer structure, and the sales side. It's awesome. If you, Jim Rohn said, if you know what to say, if you have something good to say and you say it well, you'll be successful. And I believe that if you know what to say and how to say it, you will be rich. But if you can get other people yes. to know what to say and how to say it, you can be well. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. From Dan himself, appreciate it. From $6 pizzas to million dollar days. I'll see you guys next time. Dan, thanks for being here. Thanks, man.